Hello and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 103. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside some people call him the people's chump. Some people call him the people's chump, but I call him my Spanish meatball, Joseph. How are you, sir? You know what? That was an incredibly thoughtful intro. And I would just like to say that like only two people think of me as a people's chump. And those mm. people are the ultimate chumps. So. Mm, you say two people, but it's really like most of the audience but because most of the audience don't talk to us so we don't know if they're true or not so well you know you, you ever heard of the thing called the silent majority i you know what? I've, I've definitely heard of that i've definitely yeah, heard of that before that's every that's that's how i live my life yeah i, I wear yeah i wear the cummerbund I, I wear the people's champ belt everywhere i go people look at me strange but that strange look is of respect so. You think so? You think that's how it works? Oh, you think that people absolutely. respect you as the people's champion out here, yeah. but they're just not saying it? Yeah. Also, I would like some residuals because I am advertising my Xbox and me so much. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. I'm like sure. a walking billboard. Oh. Because the, the, the belt is bigger. It's actually bigger than me. It's actually oh. it's huge. Yeah. Got you. That makes yeah. sense. That makes it's a lot of more sense. more like a giant sign. Got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> This is an Xbox Joe, podcast, right? Definitely an Xbox podcast. Yeah. Uh has been for 103 weeks. I don't think we're going to change now. Um, welcome, everybody. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope uh, everyone's had a great weekend. Um, this episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch, of course. And we're hearing more about him a bit later. Let's start off with what is mm. and always seems to be how we start the show, which is what is in your box. What have you been playing this week, Joe? Been playing a little bit more uh, Shadow of War. Shadow of War. I feel like there's. I saw a. I saw a heated tweet. Yeah. Um, funny enough, go up on the on the bad bit at bad bit games on Twitter. Yeah. Um, of you throwing the game in the bin. Yeah, I got angry. I got so very talk, angry. Talk us through that. Talk us through that. What happened? I've I have hit a little bit of a, a problem called the paywall. Okay. And um, I have reached part of the game. That um, is, hey, you, we, here's the ending-ish, but there's a true ending to the game, and that is another 20 hours of grind. So, are you okay I, with that? Okay. Then, I was fighting one of the legendary orcs, and he just kicked my ass. Like He was yeah. like actually one of the first guys I, I, I fought, and so I was just like... You know what? Got a little angry, took the disc out of the box, and then I took said box and I, I threw it in the trash. <laughs> That's how I felt. I'm I'm assuming you you then got it out of the trash because you remembered that it's a video game, you can trade that in again. Yes. And um, so where are you right now with the game? What do you think of... The review has gone up for those who yeah. are part of the My Xbox and Me YouTube channel, which you should be. Um, our boy Gary from uh, What's Good Games and obviously My Xbox and Me has put up his impressions and review of the game. He, to sum it, summarise it, but you should definitely go watch it because Gary does a great uh, job of breaking it down, topic, 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 which is gameplay, story, and then like overall thoughts and stuff like that, graphics, stuff like that. Um yeah, he think, he gave it he gave it a seven. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. I'm fine like not doesn't matter what I think anyway. Yeah. Um but I I'm probably about the same with him. I kind of agreed with most of his review. Where are you at with it? I actually I agreed I agreed with everything and it would have went a little bit more. So what is that little bit more you would have went then? Um because when when he's talking about the loot boxes, they don't just make the game easier. They are a they are a brick wall, and that's what I feared. And like I've been telling people that. And and one like my one friend, I, I love you, Snowy. His excuse is, well, you know, it's an RPG, grind is is normal, but not twenty hours worth of grinding to get to one thing, to get to one objective. If you're doing the same thing over and over again for twenty hours, the game isn't fun at that point. You know, the game doesn't hide its repetition. What it's trying to do is go, hey, Joe, um, you could skip this 20 hours to get to the true ending. Or you can you can, you can can play for 20-odd for hours plus to find the best orcs. Or you could just buy them in the loot box. Because, like, one thing Gary said was, 
and he was so right about it. You can have an orc that comes out of a loot box that's five levels or even more lower than the the orc he's fighting, and he will kick that orc's ass. So the loot box orcs, to me, have a feeling of they are insanely more powerful than the in-game orcs, I'll call them, the ones okay. you meet in the world. Mm. And that, to me, is the biggest problem. When I first opened the loot box, I was having trouble invading this one place and i opened one of the free loot boxes and it gave me these orcs that were like dude they they were like holy crap they just messed everything up and i'm like yeah this is this is an issue you know it comes the game comes down to at the end of it being a choice between hey do you want really good armor to beat the warlords or do you want really good orcs to get to the warlords? Mm. And it's not a it's not a fun choice at that point. So yeah, games are supposed to have grind. I you know we've played Destiny, we play war. You know I've played yeah. World of Warcraft. I know what grind is. I'm yeah, very I, well aware of it. But I look at that's it a little a bit. Good excuse. Yeah, I look at it a little bit differently. With um, I haven't got to the part where you're talking about, um, so I can't comment and speculate anything about that just yet um i will get that i haven't actually played any more shadow of war i was grinding that different game not grinding playing a different game i should say mm. um but on the top of people grinding it's a case of a lot of people say there's oh there is a lot of grind there's a lot of grind for me i look at it as and i'm sure there's padding and there's a, i think there's a difference between grinding and padding which mm. for me is a case of padding to me is putting something adding like if let's use your example of there's an extra 20 hours there yeah, yeah? Yeah. For me, it's like pad. That's padding, but I'd say probably ten hours is padding the game out a bit more to say, all right, now go play the game. And for me, that's all this comes down to. I haven't got to the point you're exactly talking to, but I'm talking about more of a broader, a broader topic, which is the whole point of a game is to play it. The whole point yeah. of the game is to kill orcs. The whole point of it, if that's all that you're doing, and I totally agree with you that twenty hours is way too excessive um, a time for a quote-unquote true ending and i'm using my fingers there as i'm sure most of you can tell um which i think is totally stupid in video games anyway once i finish the game finish the game yeah. i get that you want me to carry on living in this world then make cool side missions make cool uh, end game stuff don't yeah. put 20 hours of don't um, have me do grinding or padding three thing. no exactly over and over and over again it, you brought up a perfect example with destiny where we've i've not got it in the show notes this week for some unknown reason um but we can touch on it here which is like their player base has absolutely dipped because after once you hit the end game in destiny and you've done it and got to 305 which a lot of people have i haven't i'm only at 280 sank nah um there's nothing to do which yeah. and then but then there's a fair point of but you did spend this many hours playing the game. The game cannot be endless. So yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, that excuse is pretty sound. But to me, it's like, like when it comes to Destiny, the grind is real. Like that, that, that game is about it, like at a certain point, once you hit two seventy, two eighty, it's about inching up closer to max light. Yeah, you know. So for me, like that game. It, it it offered for a month a really good time, and for Shadow of War it offered a good week of a good time. The action was great, the characters sucked, the world sucked, the story sucked, but the combat's really good. That's that's yeah. the that's the thing about it is like you don't need this game is a is a gameplay first, everything else second. Um, which is to me a little bit of a, a shame because you are working with the Lord of the Rings IP, but nonetheless, God, that Nemesis system is amazing, amazing, dude, amazing. Yeah. Um, let's move on from Shadow of War then, um, yeah. and I'll talk about a game that I finished, which is The Evil Within. Um, mm. I'm sure if you guys were listening to last week's episode, you would have heard me talking about The Evil Within, talking about how um, I was enjoying it. It was maybe my game of the year. I've now finished it. Um, spoiler free here of course I'm not going to go into too much story stuff um, The Evil Within 2 is a game that I think everyone who enjoys survival horror games, because mm. it's a survival horror game should play my verdict is the game isn't scary but it okay. does a great job with world building and atmosphere okay. 
Um, it gives characters who didn't really have much emotion some emotion. Um, it gives it the world itself of being kind of open world esque is amazing in a survival horror world. Um, but what I will say is the game is a little bit long in the tooth towards the end. And I would say from chapter 10, let me think. Chapter 10. I believe it's chapter 10 okay. onwards. The game gets progressively worse. Oh, no. Yeah, I would say, I don't think, again, I wouldn't say it's a bad game. And it starts to speed up at that point as well. So you're, you, you're, you're getting there, you're getting there, you're getting there. You've got this great world, you've got this great... And right. then it becomes a traditional... Um, survival horror. Su- survival horror game, yeah. Which is pretty much just ushering you along, it feels like. Getting you from point B to point A. Um, getting you through the story aspects. Getting you to the end game. Um, which... Again, is that a bad thing? No, it did something quite unique to me, which was giving a survival horror game like this um, an open world feel yeah. and having side missions and stuff like that. So the beginning, I would say the beginning half, and I really do mean it, the beginning half of this game I think is phenomenal. The end half of the game I didn't enjoy as much. Okay. Is but it still, I, Is it still on your game of the year list? I would... To be fair, looking back, I haven't really finished... Let me... Where's my phone? Uh, I haven't really finished, like, loads and loads and loads of Mm. games this year. This game... This year, for me, for Game of the Year, um, is, like, an interesting one. Because you've got to think, I played, again... I'm the the type of person that maybe, if you listen to any podcast out there, some people are saying, well, there's people out there that like games and service games, and people that live and breathe in certain worlds. Like me, I've played hundreds of hours in PUBG. I've played hundreds of hours in Rainbow Six. I've played hundreds of hours in... Not hundreds, probably not in FIFA, but a lot of hours in FIFA. Um, so it's an interesting year for me for gaming where I feel like my game tastes are finished. The games I've finished this year so far, Resident Evil 7, Vaccine, um, Walking Dead Season 3, uh, Ghost Recon, Serial Cleaner, Guardians of the Galaxy, Destiny 2, um, playing through Cuphead, FIFA, Madden, Evil Within, um, South Park, and Shadow of War. So from that list, mm. from that list of what I have played so far, which, don't get me wrong, I'll try and get through most of the games we can get through to the best of our ability. I'm sure me and you and Gary will um, to have a definitive my Xbox and me a game of the year. I'd say so far, um, yeah, it's probably still... Still up there for my game of the year because I haven't finished Shadow of More, uh, Shadow of War, and I haven't finished South Park yet, which is the yeah. next game I want to talk about. Um, but yeah, it's still a very good game. I'd still think people should play it, and it deserves people's time. All right. All right. Not not a bad game. Again, it's still I would put it up there if I had to number it, which I don't. But if I did, I'd probably be about an eight point five. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. that's not bad at all. That's not bad. Well, at all. No, it's it's not. But I I think. Last week's episode, I was so high on the game because I was at the first half of the game, which, like I say, I do think the first half of the game is phenomenal and worth playing and does a great job of um, you struggling to get ammo and stuff like that, which that still still goes through throughout the game. But Mm -hmm. then you hit certain boss battles where... It becomes where, like, literally, there's one boss battle, which again, no spoiler, but you can literally run around in a circle, and the ammo will keep replenishing in the same two areas. Uh, so, so you so just you know once that. you once you've used it, because obviously you need ammo to defeat this boss, but yeah. it's just it's too simple, it's too easy. So, do you know what I mean? I just, I, yeah, I just think it's an interesting one. So uh, okay. that is that. Um, played any more South Park at all, Joe? Nah, it's not hooking me. Interesting. Why? Uh, I, I, you know, I, it's a fun game. I think people put this game up and maybe I need to play the first one uh, because I, I never did. This is coming from a guy that's, you know, uh, entering the series here. It's good. It just isn't great. And the comedy, look, I love South Park and I actually been loving the this season and last season a lot. And a lot of that comedy is in this game. But to me, it feels like a greatest hits, right? Yeah, Where it's more of week, like yeah. reused and rehashed jokes than than anything. What what it, what it suffers from is what every comedy uh, comedy thing suffers from is sequel. 
because the sequel always is the thing that's rehashing jokes. It's always the thing that's using that one funny joke from the last movie and throwing it in there. That That's the same with this game, I feel, is that it's just, I would like them to do something. You could throw some fan service in there, but also create something different. Like, create, like, when they go off and they do their own, like, stories, and they don't use existing material, that's where the game really shines for me. That's where the game does amazing for me. But then when I just see, like, the, like, I don't know, the, the member berries is, is what hit it for me. It's like, remember this, remember that? And I'm like, oh, God, okay, I, I get it. This is just a, you know, or when you're collecting Yowie, it's funny the first time, but then, like, the second time, I'm just like, I get it, I get it, you know? Again, I like the fan service. I think there's just a little bit too much. But when they, I, I think when they do the third one, because I think this one's going to sell well. Um, when they do the third one, I think they're going to learn from it. And I think they're going to do something uniquely different. Because the other thing is, since we're in South Park again, the universe is indifferent. You know what I mean? We've all been there, done that. Um, so... Yeah. I think that's that's where I'd like to interject, which I think with the first game, it was, oh my God, I am playing, and it's strange because you're not getting that feeling, but this the feeling that I got from um, the first game, which was, oh my God, I'm playing South Park, oh my God, I'm walking into these shops of South Park, oh my God, this is the South Park world, oh my, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, for me, that was what was so magical about the first game, as well as the humour, as well as the, um, the the RPG game, as well as the being a new kid and feeling like you're learning as, along with it, as well as a great story. This game, I think what it suffers from, which I agree with you, is sequel, which the problem you have with a sequel is, I've been to this world. Yes, there's new shops and there's new places to go and there's um, different things to collect and etc, etc, which, again, I love. I love this game. I really do enjoy mm -hmm. it. I'm about nine hours in, I believe. Nine hours in, I think, something like that. Um, so I'm coming to the end half of the game. I still enjoy the game. I, I disagree with you to a certain degree when it comes to fan service, sure. where I think the fan service is what makes these games. Which and I, but I, one thing I do agree with you with is saying the same jokes, which I do agree with you. I, I like the member berries; they make me laugh. But it is the same thing we've already had from an episode. Mm. Um, the same thing with the hour. Same thing with. Um, Super Craig, and it's, it's all these things, it's just stuff we know already yeah. that's just been put into a video game, which for me, I love personally, but I understand why you'd have a problem with that. Yeah, just, I think just take some creative risks. I, don't know. I think the first game takes more creative risks because it was the first game. Yeah. And it was like, for, for me anyway, it was so out there and so risky and so. Um, so there's those moments where you go, are they allowed to say that? Are they allowed to do that? And this game has that as well, don't get me wrong. But oh, yeah. not. I don't believe, and it's been a while since I played the first game, but I don't believe as much as the first game. I, and there, there's a couple of moments where I can that popped to mind for this game, but not to the same level as the last game, I don't think. Mm. Yeah, mm. I agree with you. Yeah. Um... Last but not least, what else have I been playing? FIFA, of course. Back into the still playing FIFA, playing Ultimate Team, just grinding away. Nothing else to talk about there, honestly. I could have went pro if it wasn't for my bum knee, folks. It would. I could have went pro if I wasn't so bad at defending on the goddamn game, but I really can't defend, so that sucks. Joe. Yes. Should we talk about one thing, which is topic of the show? I mean, I think we so, should talk about multiple things, but yes. But we'll do topic of the show first, shall we? Topic Back of the show this week. Uh, I think we should talk about the graphical comparisons between the 360 and the Xbox One X, which if you haven't seen uh, the videos done by, sorry, I say Xbox 360, I should say Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Xbox okay. One X. Um, have you seen the Digital Foundry video they put out about Shadow of Mordor? No. Okay, it was posted in the My Xbox and Me group. Yeah, I, I um, saw the title, I was... I was like, hmm, interesting, interesting. It's interesting. I saw a title and was like, I'm not going to click that. And I was like, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to click it. Oh. And something drew me in for some reason to click it. 
And it sent me down this road of why I want to talk about this, which is I now want an Xbox One X. What? Yeah, interesting, right? Because, Joe, what I think Microsoft have actually done better than Hmm. any company so far lately. What's that? They've actually convinced me to buy... Are convincing. I haven't got the money to buy it right now. I am broke to the broke, broke, broke. Mm-hmm. But um, if I had the money, um, they've convinced me to buy something I didn't think I needed and presented it in a way and showed it in a way to me via these videos of going, this is why you need it. Okay. So the Digital Frenzy video does a great job of doing a comparison video between the Xbox One, Xbox One, the PS4 Pro, and the Xbox One X to show the texture differences. Um, oh my goodness. And they go, don't get me wrong, go check out the video if you haven't already. Digital Friends, you do an amazing job. And we'll talk about it in a much elegant way than what I'm about to. But <laughs> for layman's terms and for me to explain it to the best of my ability, which is the textures look so much better on the Xbox One X, which I always thought they would. But my whole thing has been... You need a 4K TV, you need a 4K TV, you need a 4K right. TV. You've all heard me say it, and most of Dan only will be out there listening saying, you are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong. And I'm happy to admit that I am wrong. I don't. I now think you don't need um, a 4K TV. You're going to see the textures upgraded to a certain level. If I can see the differences just through YouTube, then we're going to be able to see it on TVs. We're yeah. going to be able to see it on 4K TVs. And it really has blown me away, the... the the level of um, dedication and work and artistry they put into this, which is, it's just little things, dude. Little yeah. things I didn't even think I'd notice, like the floor. Like the floor, literally. The floor looks fine to me. I'm running along it. And then you stop and you look at the floor and you look at that texture and you go, hey, that's blurry. Well, that looks kind of shitty. You don't realise it when you're in this grand world, but when you slow down and look and then you see it shown on the Xbox One X... Lord have mercy! It looks amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at this right now. Yeah, it and... looks amazing. Like seriously, I was so from uh, blown away by it. Which don't get me wrong, this isn't the difference between um, HD to from like VGA to HD. It's yeah. not that graphical difference, but the level of um, detail the detail is ridiculous on the x which again we can have the whole conversation about or you get the same on you get the same on your um pc cool whatever i have a pc that's not where i play my third party games i play my third party games on the xbox i now want to play my third party games on my xbox one x not my xbox original my oh my day one xbox one which is crazy. And then they did this uh, on the Xbox YouTube channel. They did a comparison between Halo. As most of you know, not a Halo guy at all. Um, I am going to try and go back and play them. I think we're going to try and get a group of us to do the my oh Xbox my and me and play them. You're seeing the differences, right? Yeah. And um, Shit. <laughs> it, it's just interesting that they've done what Sony couldn't do, Joe. Yeah, which is which selling is, you on this. Is, it was to, they sold it to me. They literally sold it to me in a way that I was just like, I blew it off and was like, I've got a PC that can run 4K. I've got this. I don't need this. And then I remember I'm an Xbox guy. I'm not a PC guy. What, why do I need this? They show me a graphical uh, comparison video and automatically I'm like, damn, I do need this. I do want this. So uh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, now let me tell you something. This is it, it is. I'm I'm not gonna say like if you have a PlayStation Four Pro, you're gonna be you're gonna feel like you got cheated if you if you know you didn't wait for the Xbox One X. But well, I would say this: if you have a regular PlayStation and you're tuning in for some reason, or you you own a an Xbox, like a, you know a regular Xbox One. Um, Holy crap! Does the X? Wow, that that is that that actually impressed me a lot. Yeah, uh, if you're into the the textures and the grains of hair stuff like that, draw um, distances, draw distances, lighting. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. And I also want to give a great shout out to Betty Ann, which is my laptop for giving me 4K. There you go. I love you, Betty there Ann. You you're go. my favorite. Yeah, it's just it was an interesting one. Um, 
like I always say to the audience, and I've always say that I'm, I'm, I have my opinions. This is my, this is what this is for. My Xbox and me is our opinions. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Opinions. After after watching and, that, I kind of want one now too. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's nice. To, it's nice to be proven wrong. It's nice mm. to be shown why I was wrong. Yeah. So if they're saying quicker load times, this, that, and the other, and then they see this, and I'm like, because none of that did it for me, mm-hmm. and then they show me this, and I'm like, hmm, maybe not I bad. do want that. Maybe yeah. I do want that. I I um, think I think because because right now, so I I have a situation. My Xbox, I think I said this last time, but not producing sound. Yeah. Do not know what's going on with it, so I'm I'm gonna go over to my local GameStop, and I'm going to see what the, the situation is, because it is the special edition Gears of War console, and I'm not going to settle for a regular one. Absolutely not. Um, and I know for, for my PlayStation 4, I, I I upgraded to the Pro because it was 400 bucks, Right? So when, when I bought it, it was 400 bucks. So I was able to get the Pro for, for, for free. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see if that still stands, and I'm gonna see if I can can't get this video an unboxing. Lovely, we could do with one on the mic sports and me channel. So would love that. So I'm ready, and I think I think what I'm gonna do because I'm a I'm a gracious brother, is I'm gonna take that Xbox One X, and then I'm going to pass it to my brother, because he has this beautiful 4K TV. And it would just, it like, if I'm using the Xbox One X, putting it on my 1080p TV would be injustice. So. Yeah, it, it, you, would see the, you would see differences, but yeah, it would be, if you've got a 4K TV, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Interesting, interesting. Uh, let's hear from our ads, which is, so that's from my boy Mike Lynch, and he says, Hey guys, Mike Lynch here. I'd like to tell you about my YouTube channel. I play games, review movies, and go over life experiences. Basically, the whole shebang. I'm no longer on hiatus, so check out my cool archives of videos to watch. Have fun with my channel, youtube.com slash Mike Lynch, and I am not the ukulele player, so please confirm it for us, guys, mm-hmm. that he's not the ukulele player. Make Our next one. We've got one more, Joe. We've got one more, and it's from our boy Gary. And Gary says... On Saturday, October 28th, I'll be doing a 25-hour live stream to raise money for Special Effect, a charity that helps disabled kids play games by creating custom controllers and interfaces. I'd love it if you consider sponsoring us or sharing a link. Every little helps. So importantly, this Saturday, Gary, who's been working goddamn hard on the YouTube channel for us, for all of us, to give us amazing reviews, needs our help to make money for children. So we should all go support him to the best of our abilities if we can. 28th of October, 25-hour live stream. Doesn't matter what time, your time. Go check it out. I believe he's going to be streaming on Twitch. It will be in the MySports to Me Facebook group. I will tweet out. I'm sure Joe will tweet out. I'm sure everyone will tweet out. So try and show support to your boy. Mm-hmm. Joe, should we get into the news? Do we have to? No, we can just stop the show now. All right, well, that's good. Okay, I'm going to go get a latte. Uh, news! Original Xbox Classic games are now playable on your Xbox One via backwards compatibility. The oh. ori- 13 original Xbox games releasing now will look better on the Xbox One family device. It's taking advantage of the power of the Xbox One with up to four times the pixel count on the Xbox One oh. and... Xbox One S, and up to 16 times the pixel count on the Xbox One X. You'll be able to play original Xbox games on your Xbox One through the disc you already own, which I think is amazing still, or you can purchase the games digitally in the Microsoft Store. Since these original games are not remastered, Xbox Live services such as online multiplayer that were available on the original Xbox will not be a not be available. God However, offline multiplayer scenarios such as co-op and system links are supported as they were originally. There will also be no achievements for original Xbox original games because this functionality was not uh, available then. Joe. Mm. There's an interesting story with me because I don't. I never actually got into the original Xbox. I had one for a very, very short period of time in my life when my dad took my PS2 away to sell it to a customer. So he gave me an original Xbox with Hulk and FIFA Street on it, I believe. 
Okay. I believe. Um, so I never really got into the original Xbox. I wasn't into games that way back then. I was a FIFA player back then and very certain other games, but not nothing. And I was a PlayStation right. kid. PS2 was my jam back Man. then. Um, so I missed out on some amazing games. You did. But the list that we have so far, the 13 games we have, is Black, Bloody Rain 2, Crimson Skies, Dead to Rights, which I remember, Fusion Frenzy, uh, Grabble by the Ghoulies, King of Fighters, Ninja Garden, Gate, sorry, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Black, Black yeah. Prince of Persia, Sound of Time, Psychonauts, Red Factor, Sed Meier's Pirates, Star Wars, The Old Republic. Nah, yeah. The games so far that I believe they're actually not priced too bad uh, digitally, which is really interesting. I think I think I heard six pounds something for uh, Knights of Old Republic. Oh was wow! That? Yeah, something like that. That game story um, is is Knights of the Old I've, Republic is a game yeah. I've, I've been wanting to go back to because the story. This is the introduction of Bioware as a storytelling engine, right? And this this Old Republic really put them on the map. Though they made Jade Empire before, this yeah. game really put them on the map. This story is so good, Knights of the Old Republic, that us Star Wars fans want movies of. If that they, like we want a old Knights of the Old Republic trilogy. Got ya. So. Mm, okay. Um, what I'm thinking of doing, because I've not played some of these amazing games, I'm thinking about doing some uh, like live streams or full plays on the My Xbox and Me channel, um, just to get to play some of these great games that I missed out on. Yeah. Um, I've heard Ninja Gaiden is meant to be amazing. Psychonauts I've never played. Star Wars I've never played. Um, yeah, Dead to Rights I'd love to go back and play. So maybe we will work out something like that. If you guys want to do that, if you would, guys would like to see me do that, uh, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Email in, let us know what content you want on the YouTube channel. I got to like the fourth or the fifth level tops in Ninja Gaiden. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, no, that. That thing will chew you up, spit you out, and then chew you up again, and then shut you out. So, have you seen any of the uh, graphics comparisons for the Star Wars Old Republic? No. Oh my goodness, it looks so much better now on the oh, Xbox One X. Boy. It, it literally, it looks ridiculous. It, it looks... Uh, is that a bit too much to say? Maybe not. I don't know. I think it probably looks just as good... As then a, as a remaster, okay. like it looks that good. I like, want to say I, w- I would like to say this: um, if EA has canceled, you know that visceral game, mm-hmm. could you just do us the favor in the meantime and just remaster this game or both of them? Could you? How hard is it? You've put this this game's out on on my iPhone at this point. Could you? Could you? Please. Please. I bet that's you just said how much you hate EA, so why would they do anything for you? Because they want my money, and if they if I just they heard my wallet open up, right? They they heard the sliding, and they're like, oh, Joe's wallet. We need it. You know, we don't respect <laughs> each other. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. Next one is Player Unknown Battlegrounds Xbox One version could have a physical release. A physical release for PUBG isn't confirmed to be coming on the Xbox launch. However, at Player Unknown verified that it's something he wants to do. So, that could quite possibly be a thing in the near future. Next piece of news. Ooh. Metal Gear Survival has a release date. Yeah, this Fuck game looks like trash. Fuck Konami. Uh, February... February 20th, 2018 is yeah. when this game is coming out. And if, you don't, uh, and, and no if, one buys it. And if you want it... I, dude, I know you say that. Yeah. But maybe people are going to buy it. I think I think people will buy it for the people that don't know that this isn't a Konami game. Or, I'm sorry, Kojima game. I don't think people even understand that. Like, the casual audience do not know it's a Kojima game. They know Metal Gear. And they're going to see Metal Gear and that be it. And be like, I'll buy that. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Maybe you're... I mean, that that, that could happen. We'll see. We'll certainly see. But um, just don't buy this game. Under As a no... gamer, I couldn't do it. 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, I I can't. And they've already locked. There's like three things they lock under pre-order. So that's just the that's just the day the Dan Age, mate. That's just the Dan Age of gaming, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, usually it's just like, hey, unlock the, like a, a gold sword, and this one's like, unlock a gold sword, unlock a gold thing, unlock this mask, unlock this horse, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? What's in this game that's not in this pre-order bonus? Is what it is. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. yeah. Next piece of news is a big one. And when I mean big one, I mean big Yo, one. Yo, when I heard about this, and I'm not saying that I, I'm a you know clairvoyant or anything, because I know what you're going to talk about, um, I squealed. Dude, I'm thinking about making a video about it on my Xbox and me channel. Me too. Or else I will. You want me to? Because I'll do it. One of us needs to. Sunset Overdrive 2 mm. could happen. So, a gentleman on Twitter... Uh, tweeted at Insomniac Games saying Sunset Overdrive 2 please and Insomniac returns with we'd love to we just need to find a publisher Joe 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 so which clearly tells us that Sunset Overdrive 1 as we all know sold poorly real bad like Super poor. I think it sold over like uh, 800,000 copies. It was poor, 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 poor. Doesn't change the fact the game was amazing. One of the, yeah, seriously. A really good game. But what this does tell us, and which we already knew, which is that Insomniac owned the IP. Yeah. And they still believe in the IP. Yeah. And they made the amazing game, Ugh. which means all they've got to do is find someone who will cough up the cash to make the game. Someone's going to do it. Seriously. I've got, a, I've got a really good feeling about this one. Someone, someone's going to, and I could see deep someone like Deep Silver doing it. Some someone like that, yeah. That isn't the biggest publisher in the world. Th Nordic. Yeah. Yeah. So please, oh, oh, we need to tweet at like THQ. We need to tweet at someone to make this happen. I, let me tell I, you something. Uh, yeah. Because all, all this game really needs to be is or Microsoft for the good gracious. They won't do it. They, clearly they won't. If, if they're tweeting stuff like this, then they, they won't. They, they've gone to Microsoft and said, all right, we know the first one didn't sell well, but you need exclusives. Yeah. Because they do. They and do. Microsoft were like, Nah, we're good. And it didn't sell. This game it, it sold be, so bad. Would come out because you know you already you already have most of the assets. So just, I mean, come on. This is this is such. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for Insomniac, I think this would be a game that would have to be on all platforms. One hundred percent for it to sell. But oh yes, you oh, know. Th this will not be Sunset Overdrive Two if it happens and is published by whoever. This is not a exclusive to Microsoft in any way, shape, or form. No time, no nothing. Yeah. Literally, this will be multi-platform, which is amazing because people want to play the game and people should play the game. Yeah. And it upsets me to think that Sunset Overdrive is an exclusive on Xbox and people still didn't pick it up. And in some that make an amazing game. Yeah. Amazing game. I actually need to play it on this profile because I don't know if I've, I fucking hate having two profiles. Guys, I, I need to I need to say this. Shout out to notebooks with all your passwords in them. Do it. Because you know what? My memory is horrible. <laughs> I made my first my my first Xbox One account I made because I forgot the password of my previous account. And then I remembered it, so then I used that one again. And now like I have like half the gamer score I would have, but nonetheless, I need to play that game again. You're a monster. Stuff. That's what I'm hearing. But it, it's so fantastic. And I yeah. mean, at this point, you could go to Walmart. It's five bucks. Like, guys, if you have not picked this game up, also, it's on Game Pass, right? I was saying. Yep. It I mean, is. There's no reason not to. I tell you what, first person to email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com saying they haven't played Sunset Overdrive will get a month of Game Pass. There you go. Happy. Like I'm, I'm extremely aroused. NPD has come out, Joe. Mm. So let's go through it. Overall, in order of revenue, not sales of unit. Number one, Destiny 2. Number two, NBA 2K18. Number three, 
Madden NFL 18. Number four, FIFA 18. Number five, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Number six, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Number seven, GTA 5. Number eight, NHL. Number nine, Zelda. Number ten, Rainbow Six Siege. Again, in order of revenue, not units sold. Um, okay. There's another 10 here. You've got the 11th Mario. Again, Nintendo dominate. But then you've got 14 Overwatch, 15 Ark, 16 Jesus. Uncharted, 17 NBA Live, 18 Splatoon, 19 Crash, 20 Minecraft. So, wow, very, yeah, no, they have five very, games on that very list. Very interesting. Uh, that does not include digital sales or anything like that, or Battle.net sales and mm. stuff like that. So, next one. Best selling games of 2017 YTD. One, Destiny 2. Two, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Three, NBA 2K18. Four, Madden NFL 18. Five, Zelda. Six, GTA 5. Seven, For Honor. Eight, Horizon. Nine, Injustice 2. Ten, Mass Effect Andromeda. So. Best-selling games uh, at the moment. There you go. And then we have the best-selling games of over the last 12 months. One, oh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Two, Battlefield 1. Three, Destiny 2. Four, GTA 5. Five, NBA 2K18. Six, Tom Clarkson's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Seven, NBA 18. Jesus, NBA kills it. Eight, Madden 18. Nine, Madden... <coughs> Uh, 17 and 10 Zelda. Wow. And the one that we care about, which is the platform charts, which is Xbox One, and we start with number one best selling on Xbox, Destiny 2. This is not in comparison to PlayStation, this is just the order on Xbox. Number one, Destiny 2. Number two, NBA 2K18. Number three, NFL 18. Number four, FIFA 18. Number five, NHL 18. Number six, GTA 5. Number seven, Rainbow Six. Number eight, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Number nine, Overwatch. And number ten, Ark Survival Evolved. So, interesting, 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 if I do say so myself. Very telling for a lot of, for a lot of companies. Like, right off the bat, wow. Nintendo is rebounding, right? You see, like, oh. there are like five games yeah. are on this list of this year. It's crazy. If the problem, I don't want to turn this into a Nintendo thing because we're an Xbox no, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But the only thing I will quickly say about that is the only problem with Nintendo is they have to keep coming out with games for the system month after month after month. Yeah. And as we can already see down the line with Nintendo, it is going to start slowing up soon. Yeah, fucking, are you allowed to so, fuck yeah. these guys? Yeah, but carry on. Anyway, and then you got like, a shout out to, and I'll, I'll do a Phil Spencer here. Shout out to Horizon Zero Dawn, number eight best selling game as of right now. It's a single, single platform. platform. Jesus. And then for Xbox One, there's a light at the end of the tunnel for us, guys. Destiny 2, number one. I mean, it's not a surprise, but it kind of just goes to show those marketing deals, pe- people know. People does know. it say that, though? Or does it say that Destiny 2 just sold really goddamn well, and if you own the Xbox, you were going to buy that game either way? Yeah. Yeah, I think like if you own an Xbox, you're going to buy it either way. You know, mm. I mean, I've bought it for PC right now to play with some of my friends. Um, yeah, you got to buy that game no matter what. Don't get me wrong. We all know the NBA's, the Madden's, the FIFA's, the NHL's are yeah, like, going to sell well no matter yeah. what. But it's interesting to see how such how they dominate on the Xbox. I'm not I, again. I haven't compared this to PlayStation numbers. I'm sure it's out there. Go check it out. I don't care. I'm not a PlayStation guy. But the comparison between seeing NBA number two, Madden three, uh, Madden number three, FIFA, NHL, it does say that the Xbox does have that casual audience still. Yeah. The, and GTA obviously five. Um, they have that casual audience that want to be in their ecosystem still, and they just got to learn to monetize them a bit better. Phil, That's hire what. us. We'll be your proteges. Don't hire me. Please support my Patreon. Patreon.com slash MCFixer. <laughs> um, next piece of news. Rockstar didn't think GTA 5 single player DLC was possible or necessary. Rockstar said that it's much criticized decision to not release single player story DLC for GTA 5 was mm-hmm. because developers didn't feel that it that content was possible 
or necessary. Speaking to Game Informer, Rockstar Director of Design Imran, Imran Suwar, who also recently spoke to IGN, explained that while it may... While it may, may... Pretty sure that's a typo. While it may... Uh, release story expansions for further games, GTA 5 was simply too broad of a taxing project to receive one. And I quote, Will wait, GTA wait, wait, 5... Fricks, can, I, can I do this quote? Of, co- of course you can. Because you know what? Please, I want to stop please. up. I want to stop. You're please. always reading. And I, yo, you know what? It's time for me to read. <clears> you know how much I hate reading? Like, I just read because I know you don't like reading as well. I fucking hate it. But you know what? I feel so, bad because you're always... Take it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay. So with GTA, this is in quotes here... The single-player game was absolutely massive and very, very complete. It was three games in one. The next-gen versions took a year of everyone's time to get right, and then the online component had a lot of potential, but come close to realizing that potential also sucked up a lot of resources. And then there are other games, particularly Red Dead Redemption 2. And then it goes on to quote, The combination of these factors means that for this game, we did not feel the single-player expansions were either possible or necessary, but we may well do them for future projects, unquote. So, uh, Sawar explains that not not making multiplayer or, or single-player DLC was, quote, was not really a conscious decision, it just happened, unquote. So, he's pretty much saying that because of of kind of like Red Dead 2, just kind of how the, the development came and went, that there wasn't really time to put in single player because of the remaster, because of Red Dead. Do you buy that shit? So, do you know what? I'll tell you what. I've yeah. got... Yeah. This is my... My thing is, I think we all forget that GTA Five come out mm-hmm. and come out an interesting time in the gaming life cycle yeah which of it was the tail end of the 360 so we as gamers i believe forget that it takes time to port a game over to xbox one ps4 yeah that takes time and resources um we then forget the and they added they added certain things in like uh first person mode and stuff like that um that all has to be qa that all has to be tested that all has to go do you know what i mean it's resources then we forget also, that GTA's online, when it released three weeks later than the actual game, launched atrociously. Yeah. We forget that. And we forget that that took time. We, we take it for granted now that it works. But we forget the fact that it takes time, it takes money, it takes energy, it takes resources yeah. to fix all of that. And, and to keep building upon it. it. They, when they fixed it. I remember they gave everybody a million dollars and they called it the stimulus yeah. package. And yeah. I fucking died laughing. Like, <laughs> oh, man. But it, they also, they, so they did that. They fixed it. And then we forget that they're working on uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah. which we didn't know at the time, but we know now. We thought there was. We didn't know. We all assumed. And, we, and of course. And we forget that GTA, if you look at any GTA credit roll, it has so many of their studios all working on GTA, on Red Dead Redemption, on most projects, their teams just move about, move about, move about, move about. And we forget, We I just think we, and I'll keep saying we forget, because I think, or I forget definitely, that as much as Rockstar, Rockstar or Rockstar, don't get me wrong, but they still have budgets, they still have times, they still have other things. They want to work on GTA 6 after this one makes a billion in a day. Yeah. We forget all of that, and then we go, oh, but where's that single player? Where's that single player DLC? And did, did does GTA 5 need single player DLC? No, because I no. think the way the multiplayer works, it works as you could you could do it solo or not. And like There's characters in there and stories to tell as well as heists and stuff like that. So I would just say they built upon the game in a different way. Yeah. Which I think that's what they're saying pretty much was... GTA, and, and you've got to think about it logically, seriously here, which GTA Online makes hand over fist money. Mm-hmm. It makes money, money, money. The thing is printing money for fun. The game is still selling, what number did we say, sorry? Just on the Xbox alone is at number six. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? That's before we talk about best-selling, which is number four, which we talk about best-selling of 2017, which is at number... I didn't chart. I lied. No, number six. I apologise. Number six. And then we talk about revenue. It's number seven. Mm. It's on every single one of these lists. Yeah. So did GTA need single-player for a story perspective? No. I feel like that story Absolutely. ended in whatever way you decided to end it. But yeah, just in also my way, how it ended. I'm like, it can't be any of these three guys that we love so much. No, but then we had the Battle of Go Tony and we That's had um, the biker one. Um, Battle of the Gay Tony shit. and the Lost Sons in the Damned of... or something? Lost and Damned, not Sons of Anarchy. That's a TV show. Yeah. No, fucking um, great TV show. Never watched it. Fucking funny enough. My mum used to love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just. I, I, would, where do you come down on this? I, I just think they, they didn't have the resources. They didn't think it was needed. They were making enough money. And from a story perspective, they probably didn't want to do it. Right. Yeah, no, I just think it's the way of development. I think we said it correct. I think, you know, first you launch a game, then you have these consoles. You launch it, remember kids, the like it only had about a month and then two months tops, and then the new consoles came out. So they had a year, yeah, to remaster these, and then they had to also port it over to the PC. And then, yeah, midway through... They, they decide, hey, let's make Red Dead instead of a single player. And for that, I'm like, I, I don't mind. I love Red Dead Redemption. So, you know, for me, I don't care because I'm getting Red Dead Redemption in the spring, right? Well, yeah. We're getting we Red Dead sometime. We know it's We here. hope. Yeah. Yeah. So, we know it's a thing. Yeah. Next piece of news. Final oh, no. Fantasy 15's multiplayer expansion delayed. No. Final Fantasy 15's upcoming multiplayer expansion Comrades has been delayed. Square Enix announced on Twitter the expansion previously dated for October 31st will now release sometime in early November. According to the publisher, the development is due to the final adjustments and to create the best possible experience. Good care less. I'm looking forward to it because I love I loved Final Fantasy 15. Mm-hmm. Um, still got stuff to do in that world. That world is still amazing and that gameplay is still amazing. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this multiplayer stuff to try out. I don't know if I'll stick at it. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't care that it's been delayed. I've got so much else to play right now that this is probably doing me a favour, if anything. Yeah. So yeah. next piece of news, Fortnite, Joe, coming up again. Coming up again on this damn show. How many times? Oh. Updates arrive this week, and it's a quote. To get into it, it's a quote. It says, Hi, folks. We're kicking off the spooky time of this year in a big way with the Fortnite events, blah, 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 which comes with a brand new zone. Um, what the hell is that? Uh, it's their new, it's their new, because you know, they're trying to be spooky, so they're being like. Well, instead of hell, you can't really put hell in there, I guess. Yeah. So you say hex. And then Avania, uh, okay. like, you know, the, yeah, I get it, okay. the vampire guy. Get lost in the deep levels of the... <laughs> this. You get a load of shit coming to it. 25-story quests, a spooky creations, yeah. pumpkin head, and husk, vampire taker, a spooky... <laughs> spooky Is that a llama? llama? Yeah. Uh, buy it with candy, uh... Eight new themed heroes, new weapons, etc. So if you're yeah. excited for that, good for you. I'm gonna give this game a try. I think maybe maybe I'll give it a try today. Maybe. What the battle royale mode or the actual game? A little bit of both, I think. Have you got it? Have you got it? I didn't know you had. It. I mean, I mean, uh, oh wait, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, the the one version. The battle royale is free. I'll do the, the battle royale royal version. Of course you will, because it's free. It's I free. understand. Next piece of news, and the last one for this week's episode. Wolfenstein 2 doesn't have multiplayer because it would dilute the storytelling. Yes. Former Bioware guy. I love that. That's literally what it says. Former Bioware guy, uh, Maven <laughs> Hera, recently gave an interview which he said uh, that ex- ex- sorry, electronic arts is paralyzing more open world games because they are easier to monetize can go on go on more or less less definitely sorry i'm totally butchering this yeah in this recent in game industry report current machine, machine games guy told me holy Tudson? shit let me let me try to yeah. get this net one for you all right Tordison? tommy Tordson 
work. Okay. Thank you. Said he soon though he's doing the sorry. Go Every time no, I see good. a Norwegian name, I just try to do it the Swedish chef. So I don't oh, know if that's yeah. racist or not. Well, we'll soon find out. Said he pseudo is doing the exact opposite mm. with the upcoming Wolfenstein 2 because cramming in multiplayer would distract too much from the story it wants to tell. And I quote, the only way we can create super immersive narrative experiences is if we can solely focus on single player. Uh, Todd, Toddson said at Gamescom, which actually took place in August, quote, having a multiplayer component is what is in the works process would dilute all of it, blah, 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 blah. So Wolfenstein doing the right thing, EA doing the Dude, wrong thing. let me tell you something. This game keeps, like, ringing my bells. Like, I need to get this game. Kill Nazis? Check. No multiplayer? Because we want to focus on a good story? Check. Because the one thing, like, it, it, to me with, with Doom that diluted that game for making it a good game, like, I mean, like, a truly great game, was the multiplayer. Like, I did, like, I thought it was just a throwaway thing, and I, I didn't like it. And I feel yeah. like, you know, back in the mid... Mid last generation everybody just had a had a, a, a multiplayer to have a multiplayer and i like yeah. how machine games dude they, they are going totally off the beaten path of where everybody else is going where it's multi, you know open world or hub world experiences because like yeah no like sometimes i do want something that's just linear that's telling me a story and like with wolfenstein 2 as well like their advertising team their marketing team their pr team has been so incredible that I'm, I'm, I'll say this, if Wolfenstein 2 doesn't sell well, I really do think it's going to come down to those review copies. Because maybe we'll people see, are man. on the fence. You know? We'll soon, soon see. Let's get into Fix fix It The Mix. Jeez, that's the wrong show. Let's get into Fix A Sack. I like to name shows after my name, as you may have noticed. Let's get into Fix A Sack. If you want to email in, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Have your questions, comments, concerns read yeah. on the show. Uh, feedback is always, always wanted. Right. You ready, Joe? Right. I'm ready. This one says, hello. Oh, okay. I just want to say on my show notes, I'm a little worried right now. I don't you have any got notes. One. I know. Oh, As the chosen union leader, I have some questions for you that the community would like answered. Okay. First off, we would like to all congratulate you on launching the My Xbox in Me YouTube channel. It is clear that you are all working hard and we salute you. Okay. But here is one thing that we want to know. How do we get involved? As was witnessed on one of your live streams, I was able to grill you in front of a section of the community to get some answers that we haven't been given yet. No. But as not all the community was there to hear these questions be answered, I thought I would ask them once again so all could hear your response. So here we go. My Xbox community questions. Okay. One, how do we be part of the My Xbox and Me channel? So as some of you may know, We've launched the My Xbox and Me YouTube channel, which I said in the video we want people involved in. I want My Xbox and Me to be bigger than me, bigger than Joe, bigger than Gary. We brought Gary in because he does great content. How can you be involved? Number one, make great content. Number one, we want Xbox content. Obviously, it's an Xbox channel, and that's all that matters to us is Xbox. Um, make great content, and the great content maybe you think is great it may not be great for us um we will sit down talk about it think it if it fits perfectly on the channel um you need an amazing mic you need a good camera you need to be making good content because that's what i want i want this to be a hub for xbox content people's opinions people's reviews people's let's plays everything do you know what i mean um i'm pretty sure you agree joe yeah like you like have one of these <laughs> just to start off uh, mics are mics are super important. Need a good super mic. Super important. I, yep. I I applaud anybody's effort, but we can't take iPhone cameras. N none of that. Like, what do I got here? The um, funny thing is, people are gonna go. But I'm watching this, and you look like shit. The only reason I look like shit right now is because we're doing it through a live stream, and my internet just cut out halfway through. So clearly, my internet's yeah. there's something wrong, and I need to reimagine. Um, so bear with me on that. You don't have to go out and buy a DSLR camera like Joseph did. But or me, you could, yeah, right. 
Or you could go out. There's a Logitech. Which what am I using right now? C920 is the best Logitech you can C920, get. C920. There you go. Those are those are the bare minimums. You know yes. how to work QuickTime. Do you know how to work iMovie? That's that's you know. Yeah. You got you, some good yeah, lighting yeah. if you're doing video. Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. these are important things. They are. Yeah. Um, as we go forward with the channel, I want it to become more high quality, which is something we're both working on, and Gary, etc., etc., etc. So that's something that's very important: high quality content, which maybe we do not we do not show all the time, but it's something that I would definitely expect from people trying to come in. Um, next question: Do we need to be part of the official team to submit content? No. I would love to get content uh, submissions from anybody. My Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. Send me something, send me a clip, send me some ideas, send me something you would want to do. I am open to all ideas and to hear it. No, you don't need to be officially part of the My Xbox and Me podcast or my MyLibrity channel, etc, etc. It's just something that if you want to just submit a piece of content here, submit a piece of content there, get up on the channel, get some eyes on it, because we do have a dedicated audience, which I'm sure if you're listening, you know... Um, you're more than welcome to do that. Number three, is there any expected amount of commitment when submitting content? No, again, it's not, you do not need to commit yourself to it. Would I like that? 100%. But if it is a one piece of content you want to put up, you being an outsider and not part of this show week in, week out, not someone that puts a lot in, you can do that. But if you do want to become, do it regularly, you can. Four, is there a requirement needed uh, to be met in order to submit content? Again, I think we just went over that, which is good content. Right, Joe? Yeah. Have so- <laughs> yeah, no, like, have something worth talking about. Have, have something... When, when I'm doing a bad bit video, right, mm. I, I, I do two things. A, when I'm making a video, I have to be interested in what I'm talking about. Because that's half of the battle. I never make a video that I'm not passionate about. And number two... I'm not knowledgeable on. Uh, yeah. So you have to be, you know, be knowledgeable on the subject. Research it. You're not rushed. No one's, no one's your boss here. Just take your no. time. <clears throat> and most of all, the most important thing to any of that is bring something different to the table. Most I was important literally thing. just about to say that. Talk about things that we don't know about. We're not racing fans. So if you're someone that's into racing games, we've got fools sitting there that no one can cover. If you can do let's plays, opinion pieces, thought process, please, we need people like that. Um, We're not fighting game people either. So if you've got that, cover things that we can't cover or don't cover because we're not in that. Yeah. Is what I would say. Yeah, seriously. Because like, 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 like something like, uh, like, uh, what what did we just talk about here? Um, Something like, what, 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 oh yeah, Sunset Overdrive 2. Like coming out, like we both want to make it. We just, we even said it in the podcast. We, yeah, I, I mean, I have a video right now for my Xbox and me. I might just hold to next week because I want to make that Sunset Overdrive video. Wow, we talk about Austin. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It, like that gets me like Sunset Overdrive too gets me really excited. So see, I'm excited about it. I know a shit ton about Insomniac. What would make sense, and how do I put that as an Xbox video? So yeah, yeah. Um, and number five, how do I become part of the official My Xbox and Me team? Um, good question. Not one that I know the answer to, honestly. I know the answer I, to it. Yeah, wait for Joe to leave and then I'll come begging for a co-host. <laughs> um, no, I think it's more a case of if you keep doing regular content and you want to... If you're if you're pestering me every day, at least I know you're committed. Commitment is the key thing to me for anything. You remember, we... We've been able to go to Comic-Con, get pressed. Be able to go to EZX Reads, get pressed. Be able to go to EZX, get pressed. There's events around that we can't get to that we can get you pressed. There's more to us than just little things. Yeah. There's other things. We do sometimes get review codes. Eye. We do sometimes get years of Xbox Game Pass that we can give out. There is stuff we can do um, behind the scenes that we try and do that you may not see. So if you want to become part of the team, you really do have to be committed you really do have to start off, be like Gary. Gary literally, um, I said to him, how do you feel about doing reviews to the channel? Boom, yes, do, do, do. And then I'd give it, he's got the info to get in and I wake up in the morning, it's there, done. I don't even have to think about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're that good, then we're good. Mm. Um, and then it ends with thanks for talking, uh, thanks for taking the time to answer these questions. You're doing a great job and we all support you. Love from The Haley Show, a.k.a. 
the new uh-huh. um, chosen oh. uni- you 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 expect that from Heidi, did you? No, I didn't expect. <laughs> I, like I was, I'm like mm, they're they're being too respectful to be you know he shall not be named. Maybe this is Probably coming from are. Moody. Maybe this is coming from good old Ben Jack. I love a good old mm. Ben Jack email. Yeah, we ain't a Ben Jack email in a while. I know it's. Do one of us need to contact him? Make sure he's okay? No, I've spoken to him. I'm sure he's alive, okay. but I'm just a bit worried about him. Yeah. But yeah, um, your chosen union leader, Haley, the Haley Show, yeah. is asking all the hard-hitting questions. I feel like I don't know how it works over there in uh, non-freedom town, but over here you got to mm. vote on your leaders. Um, but, Joe, you're the people's champ. No one voted for you. Yeah, because I'm the champ. I had to fight my way up here. I had to grind my way to the ranks. Is that what happened, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you all for watching. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it, Joe. What you got to plug this week? I got a little thing called Bad Big Games. You can check out mm-hmm. on YouTube at Bad Big Games. My Twitter, Mr. Bad Bit. Which actually, right now, I changed my Twitter name. It's Boo Bit Games. Oh, I saw you changed the name yeah. you changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not the Twitter handle. Got you. Can't do that. Got you. Got and you. then also, I got the PlayStation podcast. This week, I had Mr. Sean Capri on. And let me ah. tell you something. It was an amazing episode. The, the, the man is, he, he's a pure joy. He also does a, a, a podcast, The Xbox Drive. I need to be a part Yo, of you, it. Slow your roll. You always promote other people. Because, Yo, because what, what? A, I'm a pretty, you know, pretty cool guy. And B, I need to be a part of this podcast. I need to be a guest. Yo, I'm still waiting for my invite. I'm going to be honest. You, you, you were just waiting. a part of it. What? What? Of, of the PlayStation podcast? No, the Sean Capri's podcast. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you I'm need a car. Waiting. You need to be in a car driving. Uh, Heidi has a car. I can get her to drive me around while I sit in the back. <laughs> but you don't have think to, I won't do it. Here's the thing, though. You have to order something midway through. So you got to go to like a McDonald's or a... Yeah, that's easy. Uh, that's, okay, cool. cool. I can do all of this. And, and when, um, when you go to them, you got to be like, Hi, you're a special guest on the Xbox. <laughs> I would totally do that. Um... Me, you can find me on Twitter at MCFixer, yeah. youtube.com slash MCFixer, and most importantly, this YouTube channel right now. We are currently sitting around 66 subs, not where I want to be. So if you're listening and you have a YouTube channel, do your buddy MC Fixer a favor and go and sub. Yeah. Go check out the hard work Gary's doing. Go check out the hard work we're doing. Come and look at our faces. I'd appreciate it a lot. You can follow us on SoundCloud. You can find <laughs> us on iTunes. And until next week, I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye.